Amen, amen. Thank you guys so much. Hey, we are wrapping up our series on honor today. And starting next week, we're going to go into like a Christmas series. Come on, I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. And guys, while we're talking about this, let me go ahead and, and throw this out here to you. On December the 24th, that's Christmas Eve, we always have a service right here. It's going to be at 2 o'clock p.m. Christmas Eve. We'll have a bunch of cards and everything for you to pass out to friends and family members next week. But Christmas Eve service, two o'clock. We always have a candlelight service in here. Cut out the lights. Candles is so beautiful. Do communion. So it's an amazing time to just come out and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And so we do that on the 24th. But today, we're going to wrap up this series called Honor. We've been in this series for several weeks now. And we're talking about what exactly is honor. And we said that honor is really placing value on something. It's placing worth on something. You put weight on something. That's, that's really what it means to honor. And so to dishonor is the exact opposite. It's basically taking something lightly. It's taking something that is actually really valuable and treating it as if it was just common or ordinary. So that's, that's really the difference there. And so we've been talking about the importance of living a life of honor. God's favor rest on those who live a life of honor. And so we've been talking about this over the past several weeks. What is honor? We've talked about why do we honor? We've talked about who gets the honor. And so today I want to wrap it all up and close out this series by talking about what does it look like when we live out honor? I mean, like, what does that look like? We, we know what honor is. We know who we need to honor. But what does it look like when we live out honor, when we show honor? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So, Father, thank you so much for the privilege of being in the house today. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And, God, we just give you praise. Open our hearts for these next few moments. Help us to hear from you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. amen. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. If you have your Bibles, open them up. Click there with a mobile device. If not, it's going to be on the screen. But I want us today to read this verse of Scripture aloud. And, and I'm talking about like Sunday afternoon football level loud. Okay, are you ready for this? Are you ready? Let's read it together. Romans 12, 10. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. I love the second sentence there. Honor one another above yourselves. Do you realize that's the essence of honor? That's the essence of what honor is. It's simply saying, I'm going to place others ahead of me. Philippians chapter 2 says, I'm going to esteem others better than myself. I'm going to honor. I'm going to lift other people up. And it's important that we do that because we live in a culture, unfortunately, that loves to put people down, that loves to belittle and insult and slam and comment on them. And it's almost become like this sport in America to do these things to other people. 
But I'm calling the church, the body of believers, to live to a different set of standards. To step up. Because remember, we've been talking about, if you want to change your culture, if you want to change the world in which we live in, it starts where? Right here in the church. And so we want to be a people of honor. So the question is, how do we live out Honor. I want to give you three ways today on how to live out honor. So if you take notes, you might want to write this down. Here's the first way in living out honor. You've got to prioritize it. You've got to prioritize it. In other words, you've got to let it go first. So we just got out of Thanksgiving. And so if you were with your family at Thanksgiving, how many of you know you don't cut to the front of the line and steal all the cranberry sauce? Come on, you don't do that. You don't cut to the front of the line and get all the dark meat off the turkey. Amen. You, you, you step back. You look around the room. You let others go ahead of you. You know, some time ago, I was in Walmart, and I had a few little items there I was picking up, and there was a, a guy that was in front of me, and he had a few items, and man, I was kind of in a rush. Have you ever been in a rush? You ever, you ever had those days where you got like a thousand different things going on, and I really need to get through this line. I need to go. So the guy in front of me, he just kind of taking his time, and I'm like, oh. And then there was an, an elderly lady come up behind me, and I heard something in my spirit say, let her go in front of you. Now, first of all, I just said, get behind me, Satan, because, Lord, I know that ain't you. You know my busy day. I ain't got time for all this. But I heard it again, and I'm like, huh, okay. I said, ma'am, look, you don't have but a few items. Go ahead on. She said, oh, thank you, sweetheart. And then she got up there, and she's pulling coupons out, and I'm like, ah. Oh. So anyway, what was the Lord doing? He was teaching me honor. Honor prioritizes it. Honor is when you're with your spouse and you're walking out to a car together and you walk on her side of the car, you open her door first and then you pick her up off the ground because she passed out, help her into the car and then you shut the door. That's honor. Honor is letting others go first. That's what honor is. Whatever is first is honored. And it's interesting because all throughout the scriptures, we read about honor and doing this and doing that. But there's not many verses of scripture that says you need to do it this way. But there is one verse of scripture that really talks about how we can honor God in a practical way. And it's actually with our possessions, with our, with our time, with our talent. And we find that in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. It says, honor the Lord. What is that? That's putting him first, putting some weight on him, putting value on him. Honor the Lord first with your wealth. What is that? That's your possessions. That's your stuff. And, and listen, you don't just give to God when you're in the mood for it. You give to God what? First, first, honor him with the first fruits. Listen, God does not need your stuff. He just needs to know where he places in your life. And this principle of giving to God first, whether it's your time, whether it's your resources, whatever it may be, this principle here is just simply a way of saying, God, you are more important to me than the Waynes. I love the Waynes. Amen. You're more important to me than the outlets. You're more important to me than Bernie's, although that's pretty close. Amen. Come on, somebody. But God, you're the most important thing to me, so I'm giving to you First, because if you're not careful, all of these things will creep into your life and stand between you and God. And the worst thing that could possibly happen is for you to do this principle out of an obligation, not out of a love from your life. 
And I thought about how Misty and I, man, we, we, we always make sure that we do this principle first. We give to God first because we understand that everything we have comes from God. Everything we have comes from Him. And so we're going to return to God first. Hear me today. God is more interested in order than whatever amount you might could give. It's not about that. He's looking to know where He places in your lives. And so we honor God first. I love how the message translation puts Proverbs 3, verse 9. It says, honor God with what? Everything. Honor God with everything. You say, well, how can I do that? You're honoring God. Listen, you're honoring God right now with your time. Because you're willing to come into God's house and give him the first day of the week. You're giving God the first day of the week. God, I'm honoring you. I'm serving you. You're doing it right now. Not only do you give him the first day of the week, but you give him the first part of your day. Man, every morning when I wake up, one of the first things I do is I go get me a cup of coffee and I'll either go on the back deck or I'll go up into my office and I'm giving God the first part of my day. Listen, I'm not going to get clouded up with W-R-A-L and all that. I don't even watch that stuff. But I'm not getting clouded up with that. I'm not getting clouded up with social media and checking emails and all of this stuff. No, I'm giving God the first part of my day. And listen, it's, it's not a rule. It's not a law. It's just simply me honoring God and giving Him my first and my best. And so again, if we're going to be people of honor, we have to understand the principle of prioritizing. The principle of the first. I'm giving God first. First day of the week. First part of my day. First in my position. I'm giving Him everything first. Prioritize it. Here's the second way that you live out honor. And that is you speak honorably. You praise it. You praise it. How many of you know honor has a language attached to it? And again, I think that we live in a culture that, that, that is a little loose with the tongue. You know, we, we just, we just say, kind of say some things and, and, and we belittle people and we slam people. But listen, there is a language of honor. And it's interesting because when you read in the New Testament and the Apostle Paul who wrote several books in the New Testament and you read these letters that he written, some, of them, some people call them the epistles, they were actually letters to people and to churches. And most all of these letters, Paul starts out with shout outs and blessings and, hey, thank you. And it's interesting because in 2 Timothy 1.16, he does this and he says, hey, there, there's this guy I want to bless because he visited me when I was in prison. It was Anasiphorus. He said, I bless him. He said, he was like a breath of fresh air to me. Man, why do you think I stand up here and talk about how appreciative I am of you guys coming in here and being a part of this? Because it is a breath of fresh air to me. There's, there's blessing and we bless each other with our words. Because hear me today, our words either honor or dishonor. You understand there's no neutral words. There are no neutral words. Everything that comes out of our mouths is either building someone up or tearing someone down. And you understand that Jesus said, hey, no idle word is going to fall to the ground. So every single one of our words are going to be accounted for and they're going to impact people's lives. So I want to be careful what I say about my boss. 
I want to be careful what I say about my friends and my family. I want to be careful how I speak. And let me just tell you where this happens most at. It happens most in the home. It happens most in the home because when we get in the four walls of our home, we sit there and we're like, well, we start slamming this one and slamming that one and belittling this one. But listen, you've got to speak honorably. We got to get away from this time where every time a post comes up, we feel like we want to comment on it and tell them why they're doing wrong. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the criticism and the gossip and the slander. Come on, let's be people who bless and not curse. Amen? Let's be that kind of church. You know, I heard a story several years ago. I believe it was Chris Hodges actually told this story. And it was actually a couple that were kind of in a war of words, if you will. So they were kind of slamming each other all the time and never really had anything positive to say. And, and so they're going down the road, they're driving, and they're just slamming each other, cutting each other up. And the guy, it caused them to actually drive out in the country, and they drove past some pigs and some donkeys. And so the guy's sitting there, and he's driving. He's like, man, I'm getting ready to get her. I'm, I'm going to cut her up real good. And so he's driving, and he looks at her, and he says, relatives of yours? She said, yep, in-laws. Come on, somebody. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Turn to somebody and say, you're not ready for that. Amen. You're not ready for that. But anyway, that, that's what happens. You know, I heard a story some time ago about the lady in the church that just gossiped about everybody. You know, if you messed up, if you done something wrong, then she would be the first one to, to go out and tell everybody and, and really just cut you up and cut you down. And, and there was one guy in the church and she saw that he had parked his truck out in front of the bar one night and he left it there all night long. I don't know why he just left it there. And so she went all throughout the church, just really cutting this guy up and belittling this guy. And so this guy said, you know what? I'm going to get her back. So he drove his truck and parked it in front of her house and left it all night long. Come on, somebody. Amen. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Listen, James chapter three, verse nine and 10 says this. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and father. And with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. So understand, every time we, we cut someone up, every time we throw those jabs and those criticisms, you, you understand what we're doing. We're criticizing and slamming someone that is made in the image of God. So he says, out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. And again, I'm calling the church, all of us, to live by a different standard. And you say, well, Pastor, you don't understand what they do. They, they deserve the criticism. And, and I would just say, man, let the Lord avenge you. Let the Lord avenge you. Let, let God take care of all of that. Look past the, the offenses and believe the best about people. We need to live by what Ephesians chapter 4, 29 and 30 says. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. That is, may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. So again, let's embrace the language of honor. Let's speak 
honorably. Let's praise it. So again, when it comes to living out honor, what do we do? We got to prioritize it. We've got to put it first. God, you're going to be the first part of my day, first part of my week, first part of my life. Why? Because whatever is first is honored. But then we've got to speak honorably. We've got to praise it. We have to recognize that everything that comes out of my mouth is either lifting someone up or tearing someone down. But then here's the third thing we've got to do to live honorably, and that is we've got to protect it. We've got to protect it. And why do we do that? Why do we protect it? Well, it goes back to the definition of honor. Because you're placing value on something. You're placing worth on something. And everything that is valuable gets protected. It's kind of like my kids. I'm going to ask Aiden. Aiden, could you come up here and join me on stage, buddy? Really quick, really quick. Come on, come on, come on. Today, give Aiden a hand. My little man looking sharp today. Look at him. Look at him, boy. Looking sharp, ain't he? But anyway, so listen, our kids are some of our most prized possessions. So it's kind of like when we're in a very crowded place. So like, you know, pre-COVID, we go to the state fair and there's thousands of people everywhere at the state fair. You know what I'm doing to Aiden? I've got him like this the whole time. When you're walking in a bunch of people and I don't know them and I don't know what's going on, I've got him by the hand. I've got him close to me. When there's something that's going on, I do this right here. I put him behind me. What am I doing? I'm protecting what's valuable to me. So when you honor something and you put value on something, you're going to protect it because you put worth in it. Amen? Give him a hand. Thank you, buddy. So whatever is valuable to you, you're going to guard it with your life. That's just the way that is. And again, one of the best ways to honor someone is to place value on something, to guard it. And listen, the more you value something, the more you get value from it. Let me say that again. The more you value something, the more you get value from it. You know, I thought about Noah. How many of you remember Noah in the Bible? Noah and the ark and all the animals and the flood. And, and, and we read that story. But there's a part in that story I think a lot of times we, we read over and we don't really know about. But it's when the flood waters receded. And Noah and the family come out of the ark. The animals are out. And Noah plants a vineyard. And he starts growing his own grapes. And he's, he's bottling his own wine. And he has a moment of failure. He messes up. He, 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 he gets naked and drunk. That's what really happens. And the Bible says that one of Noah's three sons walk into the tent and see him in that condition. And right there, he has a choice to make. Here's a good man who did a wrong thing. And what's your attitude towards that going to be? Now, now don't get me wrong. It's sin. It needs to be dealt with. It needs to be corrected. But how it's corrected determines whether you honor it or not. And so this first son, he comes out and, and, and man, he's bashing his dad. He's picking on him. He's, you know, I don't know what he said. I, he, he's naked as a jaybird, drunk as a skunk. I don't know what he said. But anyway, he, he's, he's, he's bashing his father. Well, his brothers heard about it and said, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to honor our father because we're people of honor. So they actually turn around. They put almost like a a blanket between two shoulders. They walk into the tent to cover their dad. They walk back out of the tent. 
Again, and if you read in that story, the Bible says those two brothers were blessed, but the one brother was cursed. Why? Because whatever you value, you get value from it. So you have to be careful with that. Because again, I think we, we've, get the, we've gotten this idea that it's almost a sport when somebody messes up that we expose it. That we just blast it out on everybody. But, but, but listen, people of honor stand beside it. Because again, you're going to run up with some things. Maybe it's in your family. Maybe it's in your life. Whatever. You're going to run up with some things. And how you respond to those moments is going to determine whether you honor it or not. And listen, I'm, I'm not sitting up here saying that, you know, I'm holy and glow in the dark at night and all that good stuff. I mean, man, I get things wrong. Ask my family. They'll tell you. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. I, I, I mess up. I get things wrong. And I believe that we have got one of the most amazing leadership teams right here in this church. And I love them. I do. But I'm not so naive to think that they always get it right. Listen, we don't always get it right. We sometimes miss some phone calls, may miss a visit or something. We don't always get it right. But here's what you need to know about me. Okay? If someone comes up to me and tries to bash somebody on the leadership team, if someone comes up to me and tries to bash you, Tries to bash you. Here's what you need to know. I'm always going to honor you. I'm always going to. Now, I may come to you after that conversation and be like, dude, what is wrong with you? Have you lost your mind? But during the conversation, I'm going to honor you. I'm going to protect you. And I begin to think about that, man. Why? Because it goes back to that culture of honor. What would it look like if we had that kind of honor in our homes? What would it look like if we had that kind of honor among our coworkers, our friends, to protect that which we value? And I'll even say this, man, the same is true with God. I don't think we defend God enough. I don't. I think sometimes we're, we're kind of ashamed. I think sometimes we cower a little bit. But man, listen, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of who God is. I'm not ashamed of my values and my morals. I'm not ashamed to pray. I'm not ashamed of any of that, man. Why? Because I know my God. John chapter 7 verse 18 says, Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. In other words, it's their own accolades. They're they're just giving their own lip service. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. And there's nothing false about him. Listen, we got to protect the honor of God. How do we do that? We defend the honor of God by simply living a life that pleases the one who saved us. That's how we do it. It's all about living a life of honor. It goes back to Romans. Remember we read that. It's all about putting others above ourselves. And, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, ending this series out and how to end it, talking about honor. And I began to think about, you know, really what what is the key to honor? You know, when you think about honor, we talked about the definition of it. We talked about, you know, how to live it out. We talked about who to honor. But but really, what's the key to honor? And I began to look up some scriptures in the Bible. and, And, man, there's a ton of scriptures on honor in the Bible. Let me encourage you to do a Google search on that and look at that. But I found a pattern, and it's found in Proverbs. I want to give you four quick scriptures. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 33. It says, the fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. Humility precedes honor. All right, let's look at Proverbs 18, 12. 
Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, it's, it's proud, it's puffed up. But humility comes before honor. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4. What does that say? Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. And then the last one, Proverbs 29, 23. What does that say? Pride brings a person low, but the lowly in spirit. That's talking about humility. What happens? They gain honor. You want to know what the key to honor is? It's one word. Humility. Humility. That's the key to honor. It's being humble. Let me encourage you guys. Start every day low. Start every day low. Start every day in the place where everything and everyone is above you. Start your day off that way. Hear me today. The man on his face never falls from that position. Come on, that's a word right there. The man or woman on their face never falls from that position. It's simply waking up every day saying, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. Lord, I want to serve. Lord, I just want to be a part of what you're doing. I want to lift someone up. I don't want to tear anyone down. God, I just want to be a part of what's going on. Every day is waking up, giving God your first, giving Him your best, saying, Father, hey, I need you today. Help me. And then as you go out into the world, whether it's your job, whether it's school, wherever it is, you go out into these places and you look at yourself as, Lord, everything and everybody is above me. I'm here to serve. How can I serve you? And man, we have a lot of volunteers here at this location. And I know a lot of them because of the restrictions and COVID and stuff. We still have a lot of people, guys, that, that have yet to come back in here. Certainly don't, don't blame them a bit in the world. We want everybody to feel safe. We want everybody to feel comfortable. But one of the things that we have done with our volunteers is we have, we have a ministry that has actually come into the church. It's not a, a bridge ministry. But it's a ministry called Bright Spot Ministries. And Bright Spot Ministries. Is actually a ministry. That was, was founded. By Gail and Rodney Britton. Gail and Rodney Britton. And their, their daughter Miss Rebecca. Is actually in here. She's in the back. And, and, and this ministry. Has brought all of our volunteers. These, these precious little gifts. And they're out there. And so if you're volunteering and you don't have one of these gifts, I want you to go out there, Miss Rebecca, if you can meet them out there and just make sure they, they get a gift. But that ministry said, hey, man, these guys are serving on a continuous basis. These guys are, are getting it done. They're knocking it out of the park. And, and this ministry came along beside and said, we want to help. We want to help. We, we just want to tell them how much we appreciate them. And so if you're serving in any capacity here and you haven't gotten one of these little gift bags, I don't know what's in it, man. I, I thought I saw some cookies or something in it, so I'm about to grab me one. Amen. But if you're serving here, I want you to go out these double doors at the end of service and, and pick you one of these bags up. Get you one. Why? Because that's the way that we said, hey, we love you guys and we want to honor you. And because of what you're doing, again, 
notice what I said. The favor of God rests on those who are living a life of honor. Because you're willing to come in. Man, look, even right now during COVID, we still have people coming in here at 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock on Sunday mornings, getting everything ready for you guys. We have people out here Wednesday, all Wednesday, all Wednesday night, getting all this, this stuff ready and it, for, for you. And so these guys are willing to honor you by serving you. And again, God's favor is resting on them. So man, if you're in the house today and you're like, you know what, man, I'm not really serving in any area. I want to encourage you to get involved. Get involved. You know, we got kids ministries happening right now. We've got nursery and preschool. Second Sunday in January. Man, that's going to be a great day of celebration. We're kicking off our elementary school uh, kids. They're going to keep coming in back in kids church and everything. So all of that's going to be happening. Just all of this stuff taking place. So that's a ministry. Uh, you guys know that we have a lot of outreach stuff going on. That's another ministry. We have media back there in the back. And we've just spent a lot of resources upgrading our media stuff. We've got some more stuff coming in next week, week after. All of these monitors will be taken off. All of our guys will have the in-ears. And then after that, we've got the cameras coming in. So all of this stuff is happening to be able to reach people and to be able to serve. So again, there's serving opportunities for you. Parking lot, front door, uh, you know, greeting, uh, guest services, wherever you want to be, there's an opportunity for you to serve. And we want to get you in plugged in. We want to get you involved. So stand with me all over the house. You know, we've been giving these coins out throughout this whole series. They're, they're challenge coins. And if you know anything about a challenge coin, this is really big in the military community. It's also really big for our fire department personnel. And basically it's a coin to where they give each other a coin as if to say, thank you for serving. Thank you. I appreciate you. And so what we've been doing through this whole series is giving out these coins. And so if you're here today and you have not received the coin, then I want to encourage you to grab one. There's, there's still a few left. There's some at each one of these tables as you walk out the side doors today. But grab one of these coins. Give it to someone you know. It's a really nice coin. We put a lot of detail, a, a lot of you know, heavy coin. It's, it's nice. So give these out to somebody and let them know you appreciate them. Let them know that you honor them because of what they're doing. So let me encourage you with that. And let me just pray for you today. Father, thank you. God, we want to be a people of honor. God, we want to be people that honors you in every single way. Every word that we speak, God, let it, let it, be, a, let it be of honor to come out. Father, thank you for moments like this. Thank you, God, for speaking into our hearts. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us a place where we can come in and serve and worship you. And Lord, I know right now that there are some tough times for some families. And so, God, we lift them up to you. We pray blessings on them, blessings on the families, Lord. Lord, be with your people. Surround them and comfort them, Lord, today. And Lord, for those that are, that are out there, maybe listening by podcast, maybe in this service, God, maybe, maybe there's someone here or listening that says, you know what? Man, I'm ready to go all in. 
See, that's the first step to really honor is, 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 to, is to resign as the CEO of your life and to go all in for Jesus Christ and say, Father, I'm going to make it a priority. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to worship you. And God, the first thing I need to do is accept you in my heart and into my life. You're my Savior. You're my Lord. That's my first step. And so if that's you in here today, would you just say, hey, Pastor, that's me. Slip a hand up. Just say, I'm ready to go all in. Man, I'm tired of doing life by myself. I need some help. I, I want to surrender everything I've got to Him. Maybe you're in here today and, and maybe you're going through a battle. Maybe there's something you're struggling with. Whether it's in a physical need or an emotional need. Maybe it's something in your family. You say, Pastor, pray for me. Can I just see your hands? Just pray for me right now. God sees the hands. Father, in Jesus' name, you saw the hands in the house. You know the needs, you know the hearts, and so God, we just submit our lives to you, and God, we submit our needs to you, and Father, we just asked that you would speak into our hearts today, help us to receive from you, in Jesus' name, and everybody in the house said amen, Amen. come on, give God a